Hey, my friends, if you're looking for a faster, better way to grow and scale your landscape business, you likely don't need to join just another free Facebook group or watch another YouTube video. What you need is a proven, cohesive growth strategy for your business, along with the one-on-one coaching or group coaching and accountability to support you every step of the way. And that's exactly what the Million Dollar Academy delivers to you. The Million Dollar Academy is coaching, tools, accountability, and done-free resources for landscapers who want to take the guesswork out of scaling and growing towards a profitable multiple six, even seven-figure-plus business without all the stress and all the hours of agonizing. How do I get everything done? Or am I doing this right? Or what do I need to focus on next? The Million Dollar Academy is about thinking differently and thinking bigger about how to be a successful business owner. It's about more than just being good at landscaping. It's about how to create more profit and how to scale all while relieving some of the pressure on yourself. We do have group and one-on-one coaching spots available. So if you want to go learn more, head over to milliondollarlandscaper.com forward slash academy and get in there today. If you've ever struggled the daily grind of making and keeping track of work orders, you have to check out Easy Beasy. Easy Beasy's easy to use, easy to learn, affordable work order and time clock app with unlimited users included with every subscription. Make and edit work orders anytime, anywhere you're working, at your desk, in your truck, on the job site, even on your couch. With Easy Beasy, you can easily copy work orders to use over and over, which is great for mowing and plowing. You can also keep track of employee timesheets, contact your customers, add notes, instructions, even pictures of your jobs. Easy Beasy works on Android and Apple devices or any tablet or computer. Easy Beasy also has a wide variety of reports so you can have all the info you need for billing right from your phone. Say goodbye to paying for extra users because everyone gets unlimited users on Easy Beasy. Try Easy Beasy for free for 30 days. Visit easybeasy.app forward slash MDL to sign up. Easy Beasy is a simple work order and time clock app for mow crews, hardscape crews, and everything in between. Start saving time and money with Easy Beasy. Visit easybeasy.app forward slash MDL to sign up today. We want to take a quick second to tell you about our friends over at Cycle CPA. I can't even express to you how important it is to have a good accountant on your side. You know you want accurate bookkeeping and financial statements every month. Instead, you're often left with limited time to focus on the accounting side of your business and no reports to show for it. At Cycle CPA, the landscaping accountants, they not only handle the bookkeeping, but also provide landscape industry benchmarking, job costing, financials by service line, advisory meetings, and much more. Cycle CPA has a team of landscaping accountants available to provide anything from bookkeeping to CFO services. Visit CycleCPA.com and for $100 off, mention the Million Dollar Landscaper podcast. Welcome back to Million Dollar Landscaper podcast. Today, I'm excited to bring back on our friend, Laura Reale of Landscape Marketing Secrets. And today we are going to be diving into networking and why it's so important for your landscaping and lawn care business. So welcome, Laura. Thanks for being on the show again. Thanks for having me. It's good to see you as always. Would you mind just giving a quick background on you and what you do for uh, landscapers and fine companies? Sure. So my background is in marketing. I have my master's degree from Northwestern in marketing communications. And I kind of took a side turn and ended up taking over my husband's pond business and running that for a number of years with him, of course. But 
people started asking us how we were doing so well, how we were doing this, how we were doing this. And it was because I was marketing. So I ended up started marketing for other companies in the green industry. So it kind of just seemed like a natural fit. I took my marketing skills and I took my landscape knowledge and kind of combined them. Awesome. And most of the stuff that you do as far as marketing is more email related, correct? For my clients, correct. Yeah. I do email marketing. I write blogs. I do weekly tips and monthly newsletters. And by the way, if you haven't gotten on our newsletter, go check it out. It's a great newsletter for content. So. <laughs> she also has an amazing podcast too. So Landscape Marketing Secrets. So go check that out. It's every week, correct? Correct. Yep. Every Monday. So again, today we wanted to chat a little bit about networking and why it's so important to get out there and actually network. This is something I encourage everybody that's in our academy to do. And I think it's kind of a, something that I'd love to hear your thoughts on it, but I feel many people don't always want to do it or don't see the importance of it. Correct. And I'll tell you this. So like I said, we have a pond company, a water features company in Philadelphia. We came in, I think at about 1.4 million last year. Out of that, I track everything. So I looked at the top three ways we got business last year. And the number one way was Google ads. The number two way was email marketing by staying in front of customers, staying in touch. We market to everyone, everyone that reaches out. And it's so important, not just your customers, but anyone that might be your customer at any point. And then the third way that we reached 1.4 million was through networking. Wow. That's awesome. That's how high up it is on our list of priorities. And I know people are going to be like, I can't do that. I don't talk to people. I don't know how to do that. Right? Yeah. Um, I don't have time. I'm not comfortable. I don't know what to say. And I get it. But if you want to grow your business, it's all about who you know. It is. And this one landscape client that we work with that doesn't do what we do has given us, I figured it out last year, $270,000 worth of work. Wow. That's awesome. From one person that I met through sending out a letter. That's awesome. <laughs> so I know it works. And yeah. I really want to encourage people to get out there. And I'll explain, you know, the best way is in person, but there's lots of ways that aren't in person either. So no one has an excuse. Yeah, there you go. But well, I know as far as networking, my dad was, he, he loves to get out and chat. So we ever got to the point in the business, things started slowing down like July and August when it gets hot. He would literally just pick up the phone and call somebody. Hey, you need some work? And it would, we'd have more work. It was always because he's always out there talking to people yep. and, and, and networking and meeting people and just introducing yourself to people. So it is very, very important. So you have any suggestions on like how, how people can get started in networking? Absolutely. And one thing I want to differentiate, networking is super important. But some of the stuff I talk about is networking for lead referrals, which means I don't necessarily want to go hang like, you know, a general chamber of commerce meeting might be nice and I might meet 10 people, but I'm looking for people that can refer work to me that are ongoing. And like I said, that the 270,000, that was from one landscape company. So we're looking not just networking. It's not enough just to go out there, you know, and just shake a hand with someone. It's about understanding who to reach out to and how to get them. So they give you continual work. Do you have any tips on how to do that or what they should be no. doing? No. <laughs> Good luck, everyone. Just kidding. Of course I do. It's what I do. So the first thing I want to recommend is, you know, like I said, it's all about referrals and it's all about who you know. Mine's a little different because we build ponds, so we work with landscapers. But landscapers have certain people they should be targeting as well. And some of those people include roofers, pool people, tree services, 
and even pond people. So you go the other way. So what you're looking is you're looking for people that don't do what you do, but rather complement what you do. So a tree guy is also going to be in a backyard, but he's not going to, you know, create a landscape design. So those are what I'm talking about. So it's all about, you know, creating this referral network of people in like-minded industries. And the way Tom Reber used to say is anyone who's in the backyard, like anybody who's selling to a client that you want to sell to. Yeah, absolutely. We used to reach out to pool people all the time because a lot of people have pools and they start getting higher end and they have those higher end customers that want a brick patio around it or a waterfall going into it. Yep. We would be the person they go to. Patio. Yeah. Pool people are looking. And you know what we do for pool people too, actually? We do their um, stormwater management. So in the East Coast where we are in Philadelphia, everything has to be, you have to show where your impervious water and where the water is going to go. Because unlike the West Coast, we have water problems of too much. So, you know, we market ourselves that we can go in. And it's funny because it's not beautiful because you look at it and it looks exactly when you started. It looks the same. But it doesn't matter if it works and if they pay well. (laughs) So we work with one or two pool companies that literally just refer us to do their stormwater work so that people can get contracts. Nice. I was actually uh, DMing somebody on, on Facebook the other day and they asked some questions and just asking about how to get out there and get leads. And I was asking, you know, what types of work they do. And they said they like to work with electrical people, plumbers that dig up yards. and They didn't want to go and repair it. I'm like, well, there's your answer right there. Get out and network with the plumbers and electricians. Just reach out to everybody and yep. introduce yourself. Bring donuts. Bring stuffing to make sure they know that you're there. You're available. So I'm going to give some suggestions because I get it. You know, I would be the same way. I'd be like, well, where in the world do I find a bunch of, you know, electricians? Like, that's weird. I'll tell you where. <laughs> why I have you on here. Yeah. Like, okay. You ready? Are you ready? (laughs) Takes notes. So there's something in marketing called affinity marketing and affinity marketing means you're putting yourself with someone that has a great reputation and your, your affinity is like, you know, with them, you're like them. So what I mean by that is sometimes when you see, I'm going to give the craziest example in the world. So please forgive me, but (laughs) Logan Paul and prime, but he partnered with Gatorade, right? So Gatorade gets the benefit of being with a very famous YouTuber. The YouTuber gets the benefit of being with a company that knows what they're doing and has the distribution to get product out. So that's called affinity marketing. Either side now is using what the other people do to complement their business. So that's kind of what I mean is if you're able to get in with people like, you know, you guy, you have an electrician or you have a tree person or you have a roofer that's suddenly recommending you that gives you more credibility than just someone wandering down the street. So that's what I mean by affinity marketing is putting yourself with someone. But the first question I'm sure that you're going to have in everyone else is how do I find these people, right? Yep. <laughs> like, that was what was coming out of my mouth. <laughs> so there's a couple different ways. I'm going to talk about ways to get work. And when I'm saying ways to get work, I'm talking about ways to network and find referral sources. And the first one is kind of obvious, but I'm going to give you a hack. So the first one is Chambers of Commerce and BNI. And BNI is Business Networking International. There's also LATIP. Chambers of Commerce are great and they still exist, believe it or not. But the problem with these things, with all of them, is they want a lot of your time and they want you to give things and you get things, but you ha- it's a lot of time, especially a BNI. I'm pretty sure they meet weekly and you have to share suggestions and all this stuff. And the other problem with that is once you meet the tree guy, that's it. There's only one person per industry. 
So my hacks for both. But let's start with the Chamber of Commerce. Every area has a Chamber of Commerce. And it might not be in your corner, although where I live in incredibly populated Philadelphia, we have five of them, at least, that I can think of. And I've been in like at least three. So what's great about Chambers of Commerce now is everything's online. So you don't necessarily have to go to this. You can look for their directory. So for us, it would be like the Greater Philadelphia Chamber of Commerce. I would go and I'd go to their member directory and I would then put in electricians and I'd see everyone who was in there. Then I'm going to reach out to them, whether it's a piece of mail, an email or both, and start just reaching out and being like, hey, I saw you were in the Chamber of Commerce. That's your affinity marketing. Now they're connecting you. Now you're just not some random person who's reaching out. You're talking about something they're also in. And don't lie. Don't say I'm in the chamber also. You can always say I'm considering joining, which is a way it's not lying. (laughs) And that's a way to kind of start building your list of referrals. The second way is almost exactly the same. BNI, which is Business Networking International, has a national site. And you can start from there and start dialing down. And I can go to the Philadelphia area, for example. We have 34 BNIs locally. So just because there's only one electrician in one of them, there's one electrician in all of them. And again, these are people that want to connect with you. They're in a networking group. It's like the safest, easiest place to start. So same thing. This is how we met a tree guy that's been referring us for years. So what you do is I would go and then you click on each group. And in each group, you could see every member that's in each group. It's insane what they give you. That's smart. I'm waiting for BNI to like, yeah, put a muzzle on me. (laughs) So you can see exactly who's in the group and what they do. And then you can easily find how to contact them. So it's the same deal. I say, hey, you know, I'm interested in BNI. I was, you know, researching chapters and saw the one you're in. I'd love to talk to you a little bit about, you know, referrals and see if we could work together. Mm -hmm. That's it. And I get it. Phone calls are very intimidating. So I tend to start with an email or a letter. Then from that, we follow up with phone calls. But even if you're starting with an email and then following up with the letter, it's a lot less kind of high stress for you. I like that idea. And I I love that little hack of just getting on the the directory or whatever and seeing what's out there. That's that's genius. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. So then another thing that I did, and you know, like, again, I'm just like you guys. We're in the green industry. We're considered landscapers. So the other thing I was doing is years ago, I was really trying to get more referral sources. So I purchased a mailing list and there's nothing wrong with it. I think it was called USA Lists. You can purchase whatever you want. It is bizarre. Like when you fall down the rabbit hole. Have you ever done one, Scott? No, no. We've talked about it, but we never pulled the trigger on it. So first it'll give you like 100,000 people. Then you type in like electricians. Now it's 10,000 people. Then you type in within this five mile radius, then it's this many people. Then you type in, well, I don't want the mom and pop, or maybe I do, but I don't want the big companies. So I don't want anyone whose revenue is over a million a year. And you start and it goes, and it starts narrowing down. And I usually try to keep it to about a hundred people. And then I purchased the list and you get their emails and you get their addresses. So we tried it another time. We were trying to find a garden center that we could put a pond display in. And first Lowe's came up as every garden center. So I had to narrow it, narrow it, narrow it. Believe it or not, we found a list of about 40 garden centers in our area. I went and visited them kind of undercover because the more research you do, the less stupid you look. Because if I'm calling someone and being like, I want to put a display pond in and they're like, we're in the middle of the city. I'm like, (laughs) I knew that. (laughs) 
So get your butt out there. Like go see these things that you're, you know, go, you see an electrician, go drive by. Is their company still in business? Are they still there? So for the garden centers, I actually just went in and I walked into one and I said, I smell gold. I smell dirty old pond. (laughs) Sure enough, they had a nasty old pond in the middle of their greenhouse that we now renovate. We do events there. We have huge signage there. So that's just an example. Now, I probably sent 90 letters that no one responded to. This is a long game. You can't look at this like, oh, my God, I'm going to send out 20 letters and I'm going to get 20 responses and life will be good. Now, the first time I sent out letters to landscapers, I got two replies. And guess what? One of them turned into the $270,000 worth of business I got. There you go. But I had been less, what's the word, confident in what I was doing. I would have stopped after the first 86. (laughs) (laughs) I guess it goes back to even just like how you market your business. You're putting out, whether it's flyers or whatever you're doing, Google ads, whatever it is, you're putting out to the masses and you're hoping to gather those people. So it's the same thing here. On a smaller scale. Yeah. But then, you know, the letters should be well-written. It should be, you know, so we did letters and emails. We've also sent gifts. We sent these coffee table books that Aquascape does. But just send something small. Send something for their kids. Make it a reason, you know, if you really want to work with someone, send a present for them, for their wife, or their kids. There you go. That's genius. I'm <laughs> telling you, man. Anyone. You're like, oh, remember that guy that sent me flower? Hire him. Yeah. The other thing to do is when you get these referral sources... What we do is we use something called a rack card. Do you know what a rack card is? It's just like a brochure that's just this. It's a one-sided four by five by 11 piece of paper. And it's like cardstock. So it's something you put in to like, you know, you'll see them in the front of a store. Okay. And the reason we do that is because, again, we're going back to affinity marketing. So we used to work with a tree company. And the tree company, on the top of it, it said Giroux Tree Service Recommends. And then right below, it said Aqua Reale, and it had all our info. Then I did it again for someone else. And then I write Primex Garden Center recommends, Road Center recommends. I'm just changing the top, but what I'm doing is I'm creating an affinity. If you like that store, kind of, you're going to like us. Nice. Smart. So those are just some of the ways to reach out to the, like I said, this year, we didn't do the mailing list. This year, we did the, the coffee table books. And we also sent them, we sent them to customers we want, you know, to grow with us. But we also sent them to all our referral sources and landscapers we could think of. Another way to get work that's something good in this is get into a garden center and get into garden clubs. And garden clubs, so we did something, my husband spoke at a local garden club last week. And I'll admit it, he was like, this is, you know, but we got a client already, like just from talking. And they were just so happy that we gave them answers. So that's the other thing is you can't look at it as you taking, taking. You have to give and mean it too. Absolutely. We, we did that too. We have a pond society in this area mm-hmm. and I would go talk to them. I would talk about algae or yep. whatever it is, a few things and just bring some tray of cookies when they have their meetings and that's just part of it. But yeah, we did the same thing. We got work from that too. So we actually, we have the Delaware Valley Water Garden Society near us. And I'd been trying to get my husband in for, as a speaker for a couple of years And last year they finally reached out. He's like, I've been getting your emails for three years. So you stay top of mind. Do you want to be our speakers? I'm like, um, yes. So we went out there and then what was crazy is we met this couple, very nice married couple, and they were working with our referral source at the time. So we're like, oh my God, this is perfect. So they hired us for an 80,000 pond component. 
after meeting us in person. And then the company we worked with pulled out, the landscaper. And guess what? They kept us because they had a relationship with us because they met us at this networking lunch or this educational lunch. Now, once you build this relationship up, do we need to maintain it? Is there things that we need to be doing to continue it? Email marketing, man. You need, there you go. Thanks. (laughs) Once you start, I mean, okay, it's a perfect example. The guy that said to me, I'd be getting your little emails for three years, took him three years. So this is not... A short game, you're not going to reach out tomorrow and be like, I started networking. I'm, my company is doing well now. You got it. Start at the bottom and work your way up. Yeah. There's another idea I have, which might sound a little weird, but it, it's crazily worked for us. And that's getting involved in your local community. So networking doesn't just mean business networking. It means getting yourself out there. My poor husband, he coached soccer for the little kids, coached football, and was the Cub Scout leader. So the weirdest thing, the Cub Scouts, one of the Cub Scout parents ended up hiring us for a $35,000 job. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) And we weren't like, you know, hey, do you want some work? It was more just we developed a level of trust in the community. So now we do things like we sponsor things. We sponsored our son's basketball team. We're sponsoring our swim club this summer. We sponsored a watershed. I don't know if you know what they are, but my husband wanted that one. So We take certain things and we put our name and then we're just, we're kind of up there with the big guys. And also, like I said, Boy Scouts, Girl Scouts. So my son's Boy Scout troop is doing a Yeti fundraiser. So we, Aqua Reale, donated the Yeti cooler. Nice. So just things like that. It's just, we're getting our name so that when people hear about us, they're like, oh, I know you. I've seen you. You know, you're part of your community. And that's so important. Yeah. The other thing we did too was a couple of schools in our area had actual ponds and we actually teamed up with a couple other pond people and we would go there and help clean out the pond, you know, refresh it, update it. And we'd actually get the papers involved too. So the papers would come take pictures and and do little articles on it. Exactly. Yeah. Again, it's just getting out there and just getting your name in front of people. We did stuff for the um, Habitat for Humanity. So we went out and did little projects with them and donated, you know, some mulch and some plants and, and, you know, dressed up the front of the house. Just those little things. It doesn't have to be much. We mowed a t-ball field because it, yep. the people let it go. We just went out there and pulled weeds. It's simple things. It doesn't have to cost you a lot of money, but those little things can go a long way. Yeah. I mean, it's we're living proof. Yeah. So <laughs> it is so important to give back to your community. And then, like you said, you know, wear your work shirt when you do it. Yeah. So yeah. we had my poor son because he's like, I always have to stand in front of things. Like, I know, babe. So <laughs> him and his little friend, I made them stand with the basketball for the basketball sponsorship. And then I promote that in my own. I put that in our newsletter. I put that on our Facebook page. I'm like, Aquarelli is a proud sponsor of the JJBL Basketball League. And then a client reached out. She's like, would you sponsor my son's fencing? Yes. That's, come on. Poor people don't fence, right? <laughs> I'm like, uh, yeah. yeah. So, you know, if you ask me to sponsor something for $200, $250, I'm going to say yes. Because I'm working to get my name as part of the community. People don't realize that's considered networking as well. Absolutely. Um, another thing is to try, sorry, I'm like falling off my chair. I'm bouncing. So exciting. (laughs) (laughs) Laura, talk about marketing. Um, So some of the other ways to get work are doing displays at places. So we are, we're at a local bagel shop (laughs) and they just knocked, someone just ran over the whole display. So my husband's like, great, great use. I'm like, all right, sorry, sorry. (laughs) That happens. But, you know, if you're going to go do a little small project, you know, and go with some Boy Scouts. Boy Scouts are always looking for things to do. Go, you're, is your, are your kids Boy Scouts? 
They were. Not anymore, but they were, yeah. So go clean up an area and then put a little sign maintained by. Go to somewhere like we do things at supply houses. They know who we are. And we have such a great relationship with them now that they have our rack cards at the front. Trust me, there's a lot of people they could refer, but they refer us. Guess who's the only one that sends them nice lunches four times a year? (laughs) That's networking. Networking is making sure. It's not just saying to someone once, oh, you should refer me. It is developing and building a relationship. It's how can I help you? What can I do for you? Here's this delicious meal for your all your workers. And it's just staying on top of the people that are going to refer you. Yeah, that's smart. And the one thing, I guess, going back to like any of these people you reach out to, you have to continue to get out in front of them, email them and just reach out to them, visit their shop or office, whatever, every once in a while. You have to do it. To me, it's like sending out postcards. You send out one postcard to get a client. That doesn't mean anything. You got to continue yeah. to do it. it they, they know the changes, but like what they say, seven touches. Yeah. Similar here. You know, it's the same thing. You yep. have to just stay in front of them. And that's why, you know, but they're the same ones. If they're your Facebook friends or they're a fan of your page and all of a sudden they see that you're sponsored Boy Scouts, like it just, it also just makes you look good. I mean, because you are doing well, not, I don't want to say, don't go in there and be like, I sponsor and then disappear. You have to actually be like, my poor husband has to actually coach. (laughs) (laughs) He's fine now because the kids are older. I guess coaching seven-year-olds to play football is like the worst thing in the world because they all want to be quarterback and then they all cry. (laughs) couple other things I wanted to mention that we haven't gotten to, and some people are going to say it's the only way to go, and it's funny that I made it last, and that is networking online. Because online is important, Mm -hmm. but it's not the same as meeting people. That said, some of the ways I recommend networking online is through LinkedIn. LinkedIn actually has this cool thing where you you can purchase in-mail, which means you can reach out to someone's like email in there and send them a personalized email. Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok to a much lesser degree because that's not really our demographic. So let's say there's a landscaper. Let's say you do stormwater management, okay? So you want to reach out to this big landscaper you know that you don't think does it, and you don't know how to reach them. Well, you're going to send them a letter. You're going to send them this. Your next step is going to be to try to find him personally or her through their social media. And the best way is through Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Yeah, I love that. We get reached out to all the time just for our academy for different programs and different things all the time. People reach out. So it works. You just have to do it. Yeah. So you said the correct thing there. You have to do it. (laughs) But again, sitting on your butt and sending five messages to like CEOs of companies does not count. Yeah. You got to hit the pavement. You This is one part of what you do. None of these on their own, just like marketing. You know, and you know, you and I are in the, you you run the million dollar landscape business owners group and I'm a moderator and just things that pop up on the page on a daily basis crack us both up. <laughs> but people are like, well, I did it once. I sent this out. You can't like, okay, like I don't remember the first five times I meet you. You know, like yeah. everything's a long game. And if you're looking at it as a way to save your business tomorrow, It's not the way to look at marketing, unfortunately. If you want to save your business tomorrow, you need to call every single person you've worked with in the past year, reach out to everyone that didn't get the job. You know, you just got to start hitting the phones hard with people you know. And my favorite is, I'm too busy to market. Well, you're not going to be one day, so (laughs) that's an excuse. And it's not easy, and I get it, but it's really fun. Like, I just like meeting people, as you know. I'm quite the extrovert. But even if you're not, you're talking about like-minded things. Like if you meet an electrician, you say things like, this is what I would say, because I'm so weird, is 
you know, do some people need more voltage than others? <laughs> Why is that? You know, what do you think? What do you recommend? You know, and just start talking. And so you're not just going up to them being like, I'm Scott and I want you to refer me. You know, what the hell is that? <laughs> Instead, you're like, hey, you know, I'm Laura and I know how to do this better. No, you know, you just say, I'm Laura and I'd love to learn a little more about your business and see if, you know, we could refer each other. And that goes to kind of my final tip, which is don't have a motive. Don't go in there and say, I'm going to get you to refer me. Well, what are you going to do for them? Okay. You're not, you're like, yep, speaking of the choir, right? Give more than you get. You know, always help others, recommend others, but mean it. People see insincerity very easily. And if they think you are just full of it and just wanting to use them, they're not going to respond to you. Yep. Um, my final thing with this is brand yourself. So important to the point that when we sponsored our son's basketball team, I bought both coaches. I brought them Aquareale sweatshirts. Nice. So then they started wearing them to all the games. My husband's like, my God, you don't stop. Nope. <laughs> but the guys love the sweatshirts. Like they're really nice sweatshirts. So just, you know, make sure you don't have to scream who you are, but don't forget to say who you are. And that's the same. Like you said, if you're doing a build upon day at a school, if you're reaching out to the press, make sure it's coming from you, not them, because you know to put yourself first. Yeah. And you and I have had this conversation, like even just for our, our million dollar landscaper, like I have to do more. I have to be out there more and get out there and talk more. And like you yelled at me multiple times for this, but it is true. And it, it like it, to me, it was easy for landscaping. I just get out there and do it. Like, I don't know. And it's, it's something the same here. You have to do it. I but, didn't yell at you. I strongly recommend well, it. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I only cried a little bit, but. But, but, but yeah, it's the same thing. You have to be out there. You have to be pushing your company. And, and I mean, it, it's, it's part of sales. It's part of your business, but you have to do it. And that is, you know, that is going to help you network for referrals, which really is the end game. That's why I'm very wary of like joining one BNI because you meet the one person, the one this, the one that, and then you're like, great, I met them, but now what? Yeah. Are they going to continually, and they might continually refer you, but, you know, I hate when I go to one of those, they're like, oh, my neighbor needs a pond. So, you know, or I might need a pond. I'm like, great. Well, that's, I'm looking to broaden, not to kind of status quo. I would say, you know, to just look at your area and what you want to get into. Like we used to do a lot of stuff with contractors. So we joined a builder's association. So we'd go to their meetings and they'd have their, oh shoot, what's it called? Where they build like the whole cul-de-sac of homes and they have model yeah. homes. Yeah. So we build like little display ponds, just little landscape things, you know, and those little things go a long way. But again, going back and just getting out there networking and that's how we build up a relationship with these contractors. And they're like, hey, you know, see if you need any work done. And just those little things like that over time, once you build up that relationship, oh yeah, you know what? I, I need this ditch grader or whatever, you know, whatever it is, any mulch or rock, whatever put down, that's how you build it up. But it does take time. Like you said, it's not a one time thing and you're done. It's, you have to keep this relationship up. Yep. And you know, send for everyone loves presents. They, they do. They do. <laughs> like it sounds so <laughs> stupid and simple. <laughs> but people just love being remembered and they love food, love food and free swag. And don't just send pizza. Like we send these really nice, like we call them hoagies because we're from Philly you know, whatever you call them, sub sandwiches, hoagies, we send these really elaborate, like $200 platters with fruit, with chips, with soda, with dessert, with cookies, you know, and they'll even say like a month later, they're like, our staff's still talking about that meal. <laughs> but 
that. And nowadays you can do it through DoorDash. Like it's even easier. We used to have to go pick up the food and bring it there. Yeah. But, um, you know, and then if you can show up when that's happening, so they start affinity, they're, you know, thinking of you when it comes to delicious food and, and health. <laughs> the other thing we actually, I was on a previous podcast here before this, and we talked a little bit about networking and just getting out to even like your dealers of your equipment dealers of your trucks and just talking to them and just staying in front of them because if they have a client that comes in and needs a mower and you know hey we got so-and-so that can do this landscaping for you you know just those little things that go a long way so it's all part of it just having that broad network of people is what you want and that's what i mean these supply houses i'm talking about i mean the public is allowed to go in Mm -hmm. so they might show up on a weekend and if they ask who does it trust me 40 people buy from this supply house but they refer us yeah we built ponds for our supply stores, our hardscape supply stores, because they had displays up. Yep. So we built a waterfall, a pondless waterfall in one and a pond in another one. And we had a rock etched with our name in it, you know, built by, you know, South Kind Landscaping. And we got work off it. So. And nowadays you can also attach a small little sign with the QR code. Yep. So what we do for all our displays, and we have displays in places like a bagel shop, you know, the bagel shop gets us work. It sounds so weird, but those are our customers. Um, so we have a little real estate box outside next to the display and, you know, you open it up and you can take a rack card, you can take our information. And once again, it sure says Phil Bagel recommends. The other thing too, I would throw in here as well as with the benefit of networking is obviously to get work and stuff and, and keep your teams busy, but it also might help you find some employees too, because they might hear, Hey, you know, I'm, I'm looking for some people and they come across somebody. It's just, again, it's that building that network, that mesh network you can have. It's almost like the better way to say it might be being a part of your community, Yeah, true. you know, from sponsorships to coaching, to displays, to giving food to the school. My husband once put in a water feature, like a patio pond in our daughter's sixth grade science class. Yeah. We didn't get any work from it, but it doesn't matter. It's still, you know, I'm live. Maybe a year or two later, one of the teachers reached out to us about her pond. There you go. <laughs> but we didn't do it. We did it because we really liked the sixth grade teacher and we wanted to give back. Yeah. If you do it from a place of profit, profit, it, it doesn't seem sincere. Well, like going back to the, the school one we did, the one pond was actually like in the school is a circle. It was in the middle. So like no public is really ever going to see it. Right. But the kids would go out there and they used it for their, their science and stuff like that. Yep. But then they can get talking about it. Oh, we had this yep. pond at school, you know, and it just could relate to something. You just you never know. But then it's like you said, then you get the newspapers or TV involved to say, here's a lesson we're doing with this pond that was donated by. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) There's my PR background. I can't help it. (laughs) Well, Laura, is there any other tips that you have or anything else you'd like to share about networking? Like I said, just it's a two way street. Yes, I have one really good tip. Don't promise more than you can give. So what that means is I could never promise I'm going to give all the landscaping I hear about to a landscaper because that's just stupid. Then I'm limiting all these other landscapers that can refer me. So what I say instead is if I find someone that's a good fit, I'll be happy to refer you. There you go. And that's taking away the tit for tat that I'm going to give you these leads, but you're not going to give me anything, but also not as far as you give me everything. It's just saying, if you see a good fit for me, please share it. I see a good fit for you. Please share it. And then- the referral sources, when we do get stuff from them, we send them gifts. Yeah, I love it. Well, Laura, thank you very much. This is an amazing episode. I, I, there's so many tips in here that you guys can you know, reach out to people in your area and help get work, get employees, whatever it is. 
networking is so, so important. And I think, again, like we said, it's something that many people, I think, are, are scared of recently. The past, I don't know, five years, people have kind of backed off. They don't want to talk to people. After COVID, people just want to hide behind computers, but you can't. Yeah. And the ones that are out there networking, those are the ones going to last. I guarantee it because they're out there getting in front of the groups. Like even just like I look back at the larger companies that are in our area, landscape companies. They're the ones that are out there in the community. They're doing the different projects. They're networking and they've been around here forever. They're probably sponsoring things. They're on yep. the back of the local softball team. Yeah. And the ones that aren't doing that, they're not sticking around for a long time. So yep. it is a long-term game, like you said, but it is a, definitely could pay off in dividends. Yep. All right, Laura. Well, thank you very much for being on the show today. I greatly appreciate it. We'll definitely be having you back on here soon. I'd love it. We actually talked a little bit before. We're going to have her meet with some of our Academy members and get her into uh, talking about marketing plans. So again, guys, if you need any marketing, you need some email marketing, reach out to Laura. Laura, how can people get hold of you? They can email me at Laura at, think you ready? LandscapeMarketingSecrets.com. So short and sweet. <laughs> or they can text me way easier. 215-805-8257. And again, guys, she does an amazing job with, with email marketing. And, and again, it's kind of like the same thing in network. It's a little bit kind of could be a long-term game, but it can definitely pay off. So reach out to her for all your email marketing needs and she can get you taken care of. All right, Laura. Well, thank you again. We appreciate you being on the show as always. And uh, we'll be having you on soon. Thank you. Bye-bye. That's a wrap on another exciting episode here of the Million Dollar Landscaper Podcast. Now, thank you for joining us on this journey and thank you for being a member of our community. Remember our motto, do it dirty means just get started and not be afraid of making mistakes. We honestly believe this is one of the keys to the success in this industry and in life. Now, if you've enjoyed this episode, please take a moment, head over to Apple and leave us a review. Your support helps us reach more listeners and bring even more value to the show. Until next time, keep doing it dirty and grow your business to new heights.